Welcome to the Good Cheer Podcast with Ryan and Ice. I'm Ryan. And I'm Ice. All right. right. (laughs) Hey, Ice, we did it again, man. Yeah, we uh, we got a little long-winded. It happens all the time. It does. But there's a lot to talk about. Like you were saying, there's a lot to unpack with it. Yeah, I mean, well, and especially when it's a topic like this, it's hard for me to not. My head just starts going everywhere, and so there's like so much information I want to share with people. Partly because right. I get excited in see, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, this whole right. po- the whole point of this is to tell people that these episodes are long, and I'm going long right now. <laughs> well, it's exciting. You're yeah. Excited. Well, I get excited when people if if they want to start on on a on a health journey, like I Especially just feel like because it's life changing. Right? It's it, yeah. Well, it can be if if you can do it right. Yeah. And just, I, I've experienced the ups and, and the downs about it. So like to be able to share what I went through and you know, how much better things are now that gets me fired up. All right. So and this it, is part three. Yes. Yeah. Part three. Trace of yes. our health and fitness, uh, episodes or series, maybe yeah. we took all series. Yeah. Um, Unless there's a different name titled for it that we thought of that was better, right? You know, later, later, um, later in post, right? But here we <clears throat> go. Um, so we're still talking about um, uh, about uh, quite a few things with the um, with the with the whole fitness thing about you know weight loss, yeah. Well, and before, I don't want anyone to think we forgot, but at the end of this episode, we'll check in with each other as far as where our weight is this week, how we're feeling. And I want to talk to you about, you know, your whole, your testosterone pellets and if you're feeling any different, feeling better, any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to talk to you about that and uh, let you in on a couple things, but yeah, we'll hold that off till the end um, because it's, it is really interesting. Yeah. Um, But before we get to the end, because we're not there yet. You were saying something about complicated and keeping things simple because it doesn't need to be as complicated as a lot of them make it out to be, and and rightly so because it. Now I'm not saying all of these, yeah. but from what I've read and what I've heard, and I've seen others, you know, advertising their fads or whatever their workout regimen, they do make it somewhat complicated. But I think a lot of times they use that as a, sort of as a scare tactic. To keep get you invested. Well, yeah, because they they want you to think that I can only do this if I use this program or if I if I drink these shakes or or whatever mm. it is. And I'm here to tell you, I didn't do any of that bullshit, and I lost over a hundred pounds. Right. Like, it's not when it really comes down to it, <clears throat> the science of losing weight mm-hmm. is not complicated at all well tell tell me tell me because i don't really i mean we've talked about it but i don't really know and i know you've done a lot of research and a lot of like just basic understanding of calorie count and yeah um, which i got into all that stuff way mm -hmm. after i started this like at first i wasn't counting calories or anything i just knew that i needed to eat better and eat less I Which that you. that's a two part thing. 
Okay. Um, so uh, before then, you move on, because I got a, I got okay. a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me. Because you, you do, you, 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 you move rather quickly. Sorry. And, well, it's because this is all in my head. I think about yeah. all the time. Uh, and, and I, I, I also do want to say, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. Sure. I don't have a degree. This is just stuff that works for me. And, and I am very passionate. So I do read a lot about it or listen to a lot of podcasts about it, but I'm not an expert. Pr- <laughs> and it has proven to work. <clears throat> Sure, I mean, sure. The pictures alone tell the tale. But <laughs> well, yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. So, so real quick, this is a very easy yeah, thing. No, hit but, me, hit me. But okay, so like, <clears throat> I've been changing my diet rapidly um, and doing the same thing. But I, I run into times where I'm, I'm hungry, man. I'm, I mean, like my gut is doing the thing where it's gnawing away, right? And it, and it's, it hurts a little bit because I'm, I'm hungry. So. I'm sure you've had and deal with the same thing. What do you What are you doing? I know I said it's not complicated, and it's not. That doesn't mean that it's not hard or difficult. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if you really want to lose weight, you have to fight through some. You have to fight the urge. Hunger. Um, mm. that that's just part of it at first. Uh, I think this is fascinating. I don't know how much science there is behind this, but I think about this a lot. And I've heard other people talk about it. If you go back to like the beginnings of of man, whenever that, whenever you define that, which I don't, that's a, I don't care. But uh-huh. if you think about like three hundred years ago, when when you had a hunger pang, you didn't have food readily available. Right. That hunger pang was a signal that you either needed to go hunt or gather. It did not mean that you needed to eat right this minute. It just meant that, hey, in a few hours, you are going to need to eat. Huh. Okay? Okay. Okay. The tough thing about the world today is that you can go to a gas station and for 10 bucks, you can buy food that calorically is enough calories for your entire day. And you don't even bat an eye, right? Food is right. everywhere and it's really cheap and it's really readily available. It's not right. always great for you. Right. So, well, I mean, earlier I said <clears throat> I was hungry and I called you, I called you and yeah. I said, uh, should I go get a firehouse sub? Yeah. And I was obviously thinking a very small sub, but what you said uh, convinced me otherwise. And you said, no, uh, well, I wouldn't do it. You didn't tell me no, but you I, said, I, I, I think I said, it. you're an adult. You can do what you want. But if you're really serious, right. I personally wouldn't do it. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I also don't want to come across that I'm villainizing any one specific food. Cause I don't believe in that. I, it is not food's fault that someone is fat. It is not a specific macro. It mm-hmm. is not carbs fault that you're fat. It is not fats fat that you're fat. Mm-hmm. It, it is your own fault. Now I'm I'm not saying it's your fault in the sense that, well, you should know better because I do think there's a lack of education when it comes to understanding certain things and maybe yeah. not everyone always has the knowledge, but at the end of the day, you are accountable for what you put into your body. Yeah. End of story. And right. it is not just one specific food or type of food that, that does it. So, all that to say, yes, in the beginning, I was, well, here, cause here's what I did in the very beginning, <clears throat> November 5th, 2017, I was working out, not doing much, but I was doing what I could. I would come home and I would eat a banana after mm-hmm. I worked out. 
And then like three hours later, I would make the tiniest salad ever, like a cereal bowl salad. Right. With not much on it. <clears throat> because, I, I mean, Nashville has a thing of like their food. Nashville's food is hot chicken, right? And yeah. I, I like spicy foods. So I make my own hot chicken at home. I don't fry it. I just bake it. I buy like some chicken tenders at Kroger. Okay. Bake them. Put a little yeah. cinnamon in there. That's the trick. Put a little cinnamon. Not not for any specific reason other than I just like the way it tastes. Yeah. Um, and I was I was literally a cereal bowl size salad with like lettuce, some shredded carrots. Um, I would do like some sliced almonds, like some baking type almonds, just very yeah, little. Yeah. <laughs> However you want to say it, I'll say it right. You can say it weird. <laughs> um. Oh, like just a few craisins, like dried cranberries. And then, oh my gosh, just, I just forgot a, all about that. Just a little bit of hot pepper cheese. And okay. then I would do two chicken tenders. So your Which hot is, chicken, wait, how you did the hot chicken is with the cinnamon? Well, I, 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 for a while I experimented with making my own, uh, blend of like hot chicken spices, but then I was at Kroger one day and down here since hot chicken's a thing, I was like, oh, they have like a hot chicken thing you can buy oh. it's like so it's all the spices i was using but it's just a lot easier right right so right. i i do i do some of that in a bowl and i put a bunch of cinnamon and then i just you know coat the chicken tenders in that put them in a pan put them in the yeah, oven for like cinnamon. 20 minutes bake them it's, re it's real good but anyway uh -huh. so i'd have a banana right after i got home from working out then like three hours later i'd make that little salad with two pieces of chicken which is like four ounces of chicken maybe uh-huh and I, I wouldn't eat anything else. I would get hungry, but I wouldn't eat anything else until dinner, which dinner was always the variable because it's whatever we were eating as a family. <clears throat> but right. like Amy cooks pretty, I hate to use the word healthy, but she cooks pretty balanced. It was always like a protein and a vegetable, a starchy carb and like some fruit. Okay. So okay. <clears throat> the one thing I did, which then Damon, when I started training with him, he later confirmed like, yeah, this is what you should do is. I would, if there was a starchy carb, like a sweet potato or rice or something like that, mm -hmm. I would not eat near as much as I used to because it's dinner. And like, I'm going to, you know, if we eat at six, three or four hours later, I'm going to bed. Like I'm not using yeah. that for energy for a fuel source. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm also, I don't want to, I don't want to fully replenish all the carbs that I use that day because I'm trying to accelerate weight loss, fat loss. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Cause you know, like people that are like really in shape, like if you weigh like two fifteen, but you're like ten percent body fat and you're just a big dude, like you can eat three thousand calories and your body's using every bit of whatever you eat. So gaining weight is not really a thing that's in the back of your mind. Now, if you eat, if you have like a day where you eat like ten thousand calories, well then, sure, if you do uh -huh. that over and over and over for a week. Yeah. You're going to be heavier at the end of the week, but mm -hmm. like your body composition has a lot to do with how your body processes food and uses all the nutrients. But all that to say, I think the combination of the fact that I, so my trick was if I had hunger pains and it wasn't a time when I should eat, yeah, I would chew gum right. and, and, and I would, I was drinking a shit ton of water. Sure. 
I always try and get at least a gallon, but but normally I'm around like 160 to 180, somewhere in there, ounces. That's kind of what I've been, no, not the gum thing, but <clears> that's <throat> kind of what I've been doing. Like if I get hungry, I'll drink a bunch of water yeah. to suppress it. Yeah. So I would chew gum, and then after dinner, I, this is the thing that I would do sometimes. If I felt like, oh man, like, like for me, certain meals at dinner time wouldn't always be as as like, fulfilling or satiating as some others like if we had like fish or something like mm. it always be like fish with some like brown rice and broccoli and like i don't like strawberries or something right so that's mm-hmm. just an example but like i'm not eating a whole lot of rice but like fish is a really depending on what you're eating but we would eat like tuna or salmon or mahi or something those are pretty lean protein packed fish mm-hmm. but I wouldn't always feel I would be at a point to where I, I didn't even feel like full. I've really felt like, Oh man, I'm, I'm really hungry. But if, if in early on when I was so determined to just keep seeing the scale go down, I would go brush my teeth within half an hour of eating because then I was like, well, I already brushed my teeth. I don't want to do it again before I go to bed. And that way, <laughs> that way I won't eat. I'm not going to drink like a glass of orange juice, which is unnecessary liquid calories. Like none of that, you know, I've already brushed my teeth. Right. I'd pop a piece of like sugar-free gum in or whatever and chew that until I went to bed at nine 30 or 10. Wow. You man. know, but dude, so here's, that's the thing is like <clears throat> losing weight and everything you have to do as far as like exercise, that's all physical, right? The mm-hmm. eating, it's all mental, man. It is all mental. It is how determined am I to actually change my body? Cause and not but, easily reach for this particular thing yeah, and put it in my face. And I, I personally had a very like emotional, I hate that word, but like I had like an, a very emotional relationship with food. Like, not yeah. even in the sense that I was aware, but like, you know, if you, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch TV, well, I'll have a bowl of cereal or I'm yeah. going to eat this bag of chips or I, yeah. even something that's quote unquote healthier, like cashews and almonds and pistachios or whatever. Like, sure. dude, nuts are so calorically dense that if you eat more than a cup, you're over 200 calories just from wow. that. And it, that uh, cup of nuts, and it might not even be a cup. It's definitely not a cup because peanut butter is like two tablespoons. So it's like a quarter of a cup of nuts is like 200 calories. So if you eat past that, I mean, how easy is it to like eat a whole bag of cashews? I freaking love cashews. My favorite nut on the planet. Yep. But dude, that's like, depending on how big the bag is, you could be at a thousand calories just from that right there. That's crazy, man. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. That's why, and I, I said this to you on the phone earlier, but I always love when people reach for nuts or peanut butter or any kind of nut butter, if it's almond butter or cashew butter, and they're like, well, I'm just trying to get some protein in. Yeah, nuts have protein, but in my opinion, it's not like a, if you're strictly eating something just for protein, nuts mm-hmm. are, or, or nut butters are not the way to go because it's going to be, if you actually eat what the serving is, can be like between 180 200 calories and you're maybe going to get between six and nine grams of protein to me that's not efficient that because that's a whole lot of fat and other stuff that's in there so my person better be a better option something like that yeah I, I honestly i have i don't know i i don't know a whole lot about like my 
vegetable proteins because I'm not, mm-hmm. I haven't dabbled in being vegan or vegetarian or mm-hmm. anything like that. I know that like, you know, pea protein is really good, but I don't know what the breakdown of the macros is. My personal opinion is whatever you're eating, if you're going to call it a, a, I'm eating this for the protein, it should be 10, it should be at least 10 grams of protein for every 100 calories. Okay. So if something is 200 calories it and you're eating it strictly for the benefits of protein, then it better have 20 grams, right? 20, 20 grams of protein. 20 grams of protein. For instance, right. like. I I do supplement my protein intake with protein shakes. They're a mix of whey and casein, which are two, like one is fast acting protein, one is slow acting. I forget. I think casein is, I don't remember. I think it's the fast acting. And That's, slow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one serving, like one scoop of that, depending on the flavor, is either 110 or 120 calories, but it's like, at least 24 grams of protein. So when we're done with this podcast and I cannot wait, cause like I am starting to feel hungry. Now I, yeah. I could go truthfully, <clears throat> I could fast for another five hours. I could go till dinner uh-huh. because I haven't eaten yet. So I haven't triggered my body's response to food. The minute I do, then I'm going to like be hungry. Right. But if I just don't think about eating and I, I could go till dinner and just have one meal. Okay. So you were telling me, <clears throat> a while ago about and this has to do with it being complicated or simple um about if you you can't exercise and eat the same amount of calories and expect to lose weight you you can't out exercise bad nutrition right so you were saying someone that's larger person that is in an active job could burn through three three thousand calories in a day, right? Correct. So if that person was overweight and they expected to lose weight, simply reduce the amount of calories that they're taking in. Yes, that and that is to me the best way to do it. Like I kind of went full bore. On both mm-hmm. ends where I like upped my activity level, but then I also cut my calories drastically. Right. Which so is, I, I think as that, you, for an example, what were those numbers looking like? I mean, at the beginning, I don't know. Cause I wasn't counting, but I, I can make guesses. Like I was. Before I, you started working out, what do you think? Oh, well, before mean, I started, guess, before, 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 and then where you are. Before I started like my, before I started my journey, I bet I took in anywhere between like. 3,500 and 5,000 calories a day. 35 to 5,000? Yeah. 3,500 to 5,000 calories 5, a day. A day. And, and I bet I burned throughout an entire 24-hour period. Like, I probably burned about that much. I mean, I guess it makes sense because I was. it wasn't like I was constantly gaining weight. I was maintaining at, like, sure. 320-ish. I might be up a pound or two or whatever. But... So whatever I was doing activity wise in my life was enough to To maintain, to to maintain 320, right. And whatever I was eating. Now I'm sure there were days where I ate way more than that, but then there were probably days where I ate a little less than that. Sure. But on average, I would say it was probably in there somewhere. So 
then I started going to the gym all of a sudden, you know, when it might take me till two or 3 PM to burn 2,500 calories or something in a day, you know, now I'm getting there a lot sooner because I'm upping my activity level in the morning and it's intense. Okay. So I'm creating a caloric deficit right off the bat there at the top of your day, the the very beginning of my day. But then I would come home and eat a banana and then that little salad and then dinner. I bet I wasn't taking it. And that would account for how many calories? I was uh, an estimate because I don't, I didn't, I wasn't logging early on. Um, I don't mean to grill you. I'm just trying to get a good idea. I would say I, I bet I wasn't eating more than like 15 or 1600 calories. Okay. So you've got a 2000 calorie deficit, right? At, at, at least at compared least. compared to what I was doing. Th- right, that's we'll okay. that's just from food. That's just right. from food. We're not right. factoring in my ac- my activity level, which you know a lot of people like to use like my fitness pal or whatever, which I do. Mm-hmm. And I made this mistake early on, but like there there's a thing set up where you can log all your food that day, right? And it totals yep. up your calories at the top. Right. And it shows like you can set whatever your total calories are for the day. But then there's a, there's a spot for every day where you can log your exercise and log how many calories you burned. Okay. But then what happens is it change my, the app will change what your cal- caloric goal should be for the day. Cause it will factor in that. So we'll say, well, now you can eat oh. this much more because you've done that. Don't do that. Don't use my fitness pal like that. I did that for a while. And it, it didn't really have an effect on my weight loss because I think I was doing so much and eating so little that I was going to lose weight no matter what. Uh-huh. But now I use my fitness pal to track food. I do not log my exercise. Oh, because first, okay. of all, first of all, things like Fitbits or, or whatever, exercise trackers, like they're not, they're really good. I think they're pretty accurate at like tracking your heart rate, tracking your steps, things like that. They're not super accurate at like how many calories you burned in a day. Just log your food. And and if you're trying to lose weight, which we'll talk about this, but figure out your like what your maintenance calories should be. Mm-hmm. Have that as your total. Then just try and eat like if you want to go really extreme, you can try and eat like 500 calories less. Like, let's just say we'll make it easy. OK, I figured out that I, my maintenance calorie intake should be twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to eat in a five, I want to be in a 500 calorie deficit. Well then just make sure you don't eat more than 2000 calories. Don't, don't be like, okay, well I'm going to eat 2000 calories, but then I, I did like four miles on the treadmill and Fitbit or Garmin or whatever, Apple watch, whatever it is said that I burn 600 and some calories in that time. So then I, I add that exercise in, well, it's going to add those calories back in and say, well, now you can eat this much. You've got 600 extra calories you can eat now. Don't do that because first of all, it's not that accurate. And second of all, remember how I said in the last episode, like to me, the, the nutrition part of it, the food part of it is so much more important than the exercise. Mm-hmm. You can lose weight without increasing your activity level. If you are committed to eating in a caloric deficit. Now it won't be as fast because obviously if you do do any kind of exercise that does increase your caloric deficit, uh-huh. but it also will ramp up your hunger. So it's going to make it harder to eat in a caloric deficit. Cause you're going to be like, well, I just, <laughs> I lifted weights for an hour, man. And it was right. leg day. Like, fuck, I'm hungry. Right. I, I just right. want to go smash some peanut butter, like, uh-huh. or, or whatever. Like, 
if you are if you are really committed and you can just be like, well, I'm going to eat in a 300 calorie deficit or four or five, whatever, and not think about your exercise, then then you're golden. Now it's not going to come off super fast. It's a it's a long. You got to play the long game because you got to make it a habit. You got to make it a lifestyle. It's not a temporary thing of. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do this until I hit my goal weight and then go back to eating the way I used to. No, you can't do that. Gonna, that no. Eating the way you this used is, to is why you got as big as you were in the first right. place. This is a forever change. <clears throat> yeah. It has to just be the way that you want to live your life. You know, like, and I think that's where people start to think that it's complicated and they give up because it's too hard. But it's really not. I think there are steps that, mm-hmm. and this this is what I did, right? First, I just worked on the the quantity of my calories how much am i putting into my body and then fixing uh, your meals that fixing, helps that helps fix, i mean not just like fixing your meals like cooking but, and stuff, but, but correcting like, yeah correcting your meals yes um and then as i got more into it and i learned more then i started looking at macros which your macronutrients are your protein your carbs and your fats okay okay and then there's all your micronutrients which are all the other things like your sugar, your sodium, all that stuff. Okay. But the three, the three macros are protein, carbs, and fats. And like really learning that, like if you try and keep a high protein diet, because you will, that helps you retain muscle mass, especially if you're doing resistance training, then it will help retain and grow muscle mass. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is, after you, after you get in, you, okay, uh, I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that many calories, and I'm looking at the breakdown in, of my calories with those three macros. Then, as you get more into it, then you can start to look at the quality of your calories. Like, okay, and I, I'm not talking about like organic or anything, but like a lot of whole foods, like a lot of single ingredient foods. Like spinach is spinach, right? This yeah. grilled chicken breast is chicken breast. Like mm-hmm. it's not not a whole bunch of processed foods. Okay. You know, things like that. Like what would in what would you throw at a uh, chicken bre- grilled chicken breast to you know, as an example to make it more processed? Uh well, I mean I, that I don't know. I mean, I don't if you're just cooking it at home like nothing. Yeah, but, uh, right. What, but, what else but, could you I mean, what But like you, if you're going to ranch dressing? Well, yeah, but I guess I'm talking more about like things that you would buy that are already processed, like like cereals, a highly processed food, because there's all kinds of different ingredients that make it up. I or fast you. food is is um, highly processed. Granola bars. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, even granola bars, people will be like, "Well, these are healthy or whatever," and it's like, well, I mean, yeah, maybe the slightly better choice than the, a Snickers bar. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. You know, what's funny is I was loving people like some of those protein bars that people eat. Uh-huh. It's like, dude, if you look at the breakdown, like maybe you're getting a gram more of protein in this than in a Snickers bar, but it's what also 300 calories and a Snickers bar is 250. Like Ooh, right, and it, right. if you if you really look at the label and look at the ingredients, it's like uh-huh. this is literally not any better for me than this. Right. But like so- can, like candy bars are uh, a, a good example of like processed foods. Processed, okay. Anything like that. But like if you stay clear of that, you eat like, you know, potatoes, sweet potatoes, white rice, mm-hmm. brown rice, beans, 
it, it, any kind of lean meat, like stuff that like you cook at home. And, and, and yeah, yeah, you can't just eat a chicken breast. I mean, you would go insane after like three days of just if you didn't put anything on it. Like one thing I do, if I'm not right. making hot chicken, the other way I'll prep my chicken for salads is I just started doing this about a month ago. I'll like pan fry it. I'll put a little bit of butter okay. in, in a skillet in a pan. Get that, you know, so it's all spread around. And then I, I'll just take the same chicken tenders and I'll take like some garlic salt, sprinkle mm-hmm. that across, and then some black pepper, sprinkle that across, put them, put that side down in the pan, mm-hmm. do the same thing on the other side, then cover it and let it cook on medium for like six or seven minutes, then flip them over and do the other side for like six, seven minutes. Dude, it's really good. Hmm. And it's like, it takes Easy. no, it takes no effort at all. Wait, 15 minutes later, you right. got really good chicken and if you you know do it right you got at least enough for two meals right that's the other thing that helped me is i i just started food prepping i would cook stuff i would cook my chicken in advance so i always had enough to eat for like three or four days because if you come home and and you're really hungry and then you go oh or like let's say you're out running errands and you're really hungry and you're like, well, I'll just go home and eat. And then you go, oh, but I don't have any, like, I haven't cooked my chicken yet. And you'll stop that's going to be another 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, that's just going to lead to like <clears throat> poor choices. Right. You know, but, right. but having like being prepared for that kind of stuff makes it a lot easier. If I know that, oh, I can just come home and throw my chicken in the microwave and whip together a salad in five minutes. Boom. Mm-hmm. The other thing I think that, that people get confused about is like losing fat versus losing weight, which that goes back to like what Damon told me about, you know, don't really worry about the scale. Cause if I'm putting on muscle and burning fat, the scale might not change, but my, right. the way I look is going to change. Right. You know, that's why I said on the last episode, I'm really frustrated that I'm like two, two thirty ish right now, because I, I know even with lifting that I've been doing in, in the garage and whatever, I haven't been training with Damon and I haven't been running as intensely as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I was, you know, a year ago, I know that the weight I put on is not all from muscle. You know, I haven't put on 10 pounds of muscle in a year. That's ridiculous. Right. You know, right. if that was true, I my gut would be gone mm-hmm. and everything else would be huge, mm-hmm. you know? So that's why, that's how I know that like it's been probably a little bit of muscle, maybe like two pounds of muscle, but it's been mostly mm-hmm. fat, which is annoying. Four years ago, I would have done that and just been like, well, yeah, it's fine. It's just food, whatever. Who cares? I already had like Chipotle twice today and I'm at 4,500 calories for the day. You know, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. now I'll just, there are days where I'm like, ah, I'm conceding this day. I'm going to do this, you know? Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, but for the next two months, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Cause you yeah. know, you and I got this thing we're going yeah. on at the last episode. As far as holding each other accountable, we want to be down like 10 and or 15 I'm, pounds. And I'm trying really hard. And I was asking you exactly this thing about, you know, the scale, you know, uh, when we started, I said, how often do you want to get met? And you're like, man, don't pay that much attention to it. We'll get it like, you know, three times a week. Yeah. Um, because you can't let the scale dictate how you feel you can't and i i will tell you right now i'm guilty of that i still am guilty of that i know better and i'm still guilty of that i've checked my weight every day since our last podcast <laughs> part, part and like i guess part of that is i know that i shouldn't but i also know that if i see a number on there that i'm not happy with if i'm in the zone mm-hmm. it keeps my ass motivated 
Because if it's like, if I see that, okay, I was 230 yesterday, or I was 232 days ago, and then I was 228 yesterday, but then today I'm 229 or I'm back to 230. Well, it's like, shit. Which mm. I sent you some pictures of like my scale yeah. and I was down like to 227 <clears throat> or whatever. I was like, was that Saturday, I think? And you were like, golly, man. Like, what? And I was like, yeah, but dude, I guess it was Friday, whenever it was. I was like, yeah, yeah. but I just ran. I just did like 10 miles and then I walked Lloyd. Like, most of that is water because I'm sweating my ass off. Like, there's probably like a pound or two or a pound and a half that's like actual weight loss. So, uh, check our, I guess, our check in. On this one, right? We're going to do this yeah. every podcast. We're going to do a weight check-in for yeah. at least the next two months. Yeah, that's the plan. Right? Yeah. So uh, uh, around the first week of May, right? No. No. It'll no, be no, like no. half. Uh, well, let's just say, yeah, the, the end of May, beginning of June, somewhere in there. That's when yeah. we'll. Which we <clears> can then we'll... we can reassess when we get to that point. If we want to keep going, we'll keep going. But yeah, yeah i kind of yeah, felt like that was our timeline like eight weeks from the beginning of this yeah if we can hit so, a target you know an yeah. ideal target which you're what's the idea is 15 pounds right because we're both right there in the same bracket as far as weight right you're you're actually less than me at the moment because your your weight <laughs> today uh, came in at two, 225 225 oh, 225.8 right. but Wow, golly! Some man, of that, some of that is me. water. Some of that is water. Two twenty-five eight. Yeah, but I've also been, you know, I have been hitting the gym pretty damn hard since we had our last podcast. Because I told you on the phone, I think on Saturday, like, man, the number that I don't like to be over is two twenty. Because and this is so dumb, but but. <laughs> As long as I'm 220 or less, I can always say I I lost 100 pounds. Right. You know? Um, ideally, I'd like to be 215, 210-ish. But, but it's not – I don't really want to put a number on it because once I start training with Damon again, I'm going to fall into that thing of like, oh, the scale's not moving. But I'll, mm-hmm. there'll be like a day where I walk into him and he's like, yeah, but look at your shoulders or, you know, look at your – your yeah. traps or whatever, like you're looking different and he'll see it, but I won't see it because I see myself every day. Every it's the same day. as if right. you're gaining weight. You don't really, oh, you yeah. might not notice you that you're really gaining notice. weight day to day. But then if you look at a picture from three months ago, you're like, shit, I'm fat, man. Like right. what happened? But you don't, right. you don't see it every day. Right. So, hmm. so, so yeah, so I'm at 225. You're 225 and I'm at 230.1. That's was today. Okay, so that's you're like down a pound. Yeah, like. Well, and you yeah, know, I think currently. this is yeah. Well, that was after now. Now you had already um, eaten, right? I had already eaten, and I also did uh, <coughs> some cardio, um, about thirty minutes worth of cardio. Okay. Um, but that two thirty point one um was three days after that two thirty one point right whatever right a five or something four two thirty one point four. So I would assume that my body has regulated a bit. Yes. Then, so this would not just be a simple water drop. Yeah, of course not. And the thing that I like about how you're going to do it, mm-hmm. which maybe it's not, maybe it's not quite fair 
but <laughs> you're you're gonna do it the way like the the good way because of the doctor your doctor's your testosterone doctor said she did, or she said she didn't want you to do oh, yeah. super intense exercise right. right she wants you to do like what right. 15 minutes of cardio every day but we're staying with cardio every day but then okay slowly get that up to an hour every day okay and and she kind of said like you can do some resistance training but like not you don't want to just be like trying to do a pr on your deadlift or something right right <coughs> okay so you are gonna do it mostly through creating your deficit by how you eat yeah so let's talk about that as far as figuring out your maintenance level yeah right yeah the way i have been told to do it by numerous sources is take your body weight okay and times that by anywhere from 10 to 12 okay depending on how aggressive you want to be but let's say you're 230 right that's twenty three hundred. If you t- if you times it by ten, so that's on the low end. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So times it by twelve. But, well, that's fine. I don't I don't care how you do it. If you want to be more aggressive, then times it by ten. Oh, more aggressive is okay. Yeah. Okay, twenty three hundred. So twenty three hundred. So if you eat, that's that's like your maintenance calories right there. Okay. That, that's so, the main. That's the maintenance. That's on the low end, but yeah. So 2,300, if you eat 2,300 calories a day, you'll pretty much maintain your weight. Okay. But if you create a 500 calorie deficit every day. Okay. That would be 1,800 calories. 1,800 calories. So that's the idea. I eat 1,800 calories every day. Yeah, they're around. I mean, I think that's super aggressive. The reason I say 500 is because... The general scientifical thinking is 3,500 calories is like one pound of fat. So if you eat in a 500 calorie deficit every day for a week, Mm -hmm. that's seven times five. Mm -hmm. That's 3,500 calories. So that's like one pound every week. Gotcha. Okay. Just thirty five hundred calories is the equivalent of a pound of fat. Yeah, I mean that's give or take. Yeah, yeah, but so that's how like that, and that's just creating the deficit through your nutrition. So any exercise you do on top of that, whether it's fifteen minutes of cardio or you do a little bit of lifting, or, or could be pushing that deficit even further down. Yeah, well, or yeah, creating creating a larger deficit. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> because you know, because twenty three hundred is like that's like bare minimum. That's like if you just sat on is that if you just woke up and laid in bed all day and didn't do anything, your body's mm-hmm. only going to burn twenty three hundred calories. So like all the arm movements where we've been doing and everything during this podcast, like yeah. that's called neat, which is non exercise. Oh, I forgot. But it's like all the movements that you do throughout the day that aren't considered, you're not doing them specifically to burn calories, but you have to do them, you know? That burns calories too. Okay. And then if you're doing any kind of in, intense exercise on top of that, 
So all of a sudden now your deficit is a lot larger, but only think about it in terms of what you're eating and where your maintenance is. Anyway, well, man, how are you, uh, how are your, how are your, uh, I can't even, pellets. Yeah. I couldn't think what they were called. Okay. So tomorrow will be two weeks. <coughs> tomorrow will be two weeks. Man, it's been after, two weeks already. That's so crazy. Okay. Two weeks after I've had them inserted. Right. So the first week you on average normally won't feel much, uh, happening, um, until approaching day six and day seven. That's when things start, you might start to notice some things happening. Um, now, my wife, she noticed uh, within, I think, four days uh, that I, my behavior was starting to slightly change um, for the better. Okay. And uh, my energy level was going up. I did not, <coughs> I did not notice this uh, change quite as much as she did. Um, I, I think I talked to you and I said, I noticed something, but it's very subtle. Like it's just barely like yeah. something that I'm even picking up on. Well, let me tell you something. <coughs> this <coughs> past weekend, um, my energy level has shot up like it's not like uber dramatic like it's the wonder drug type it's <laughs> yeah. not that because you're also very responsible for what you're doing for this thing to be effective like if you <clears throat> are wanting something put put in your body that all of a sudden just makes you have loads of energy and drop weight and do this and do that and uh, and, and, and maintain your same lifestyle, forget it, forget it. Yeah. It's not worth it, it. It's, it, it's, it, you, you'll be spending bad money after good. Um, because with doing something like this, you, you must change your everyday lifestyle. It's just, you, if you want to get the most out of it, you have yeah. to do it. So this weekend we had family over <clears throat> my dad, my brother and his fiance, <coughs> my dad's wife, um, and the children. So we had a house full of kids and, um, normally whenever sounds, that would sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and normally it would be, um, for me anyway, because, yeah. It was um, just the biggest energy soak ever, right? And I would a lot of times just avoid the people altogether, and I would go into my office and work, or just because it would, I would have to produce and provide a lot energy I didn't, I couldn't afford. Yeah. And it made it very hard to interact. Um, but this past weekend was completely different. I was very much interacting with everyone. I was enjoying myself. Um, I had the energy to do it. Uh, um, they all said that they noticed a big change in me. Um, 
that I was <clears throat> very responsive and like looked very awake. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was like a big deal. Now, the other thing that happened was uh, if like, okay, my wife um, had a uh, professional day at home um, and she wrapped up uh, quite a bit of things uh, in the morning and then towards the afternoon um, she had some free time and we had some stuff we had to go take care of. Well, she had some stuff she wanted to go take care of. And normally she would always ask me if I wanted to go with her and I would never hardly ever go with her um, <laughs> because I had other things I had to do. Um, and really what it come down to was I would look at, okay, if I leave, that means I'm going to expend all this energy doing this. And then when right. I come back, I'm going to be exhausted. I'm not going to be able to get the stuff that I need to get done, done. It's just not going to happen. Right. But that day on Friday, <clears throat> I was like, yeah, I'll go. And I went and, uh, uh, and, and, and I was excited to go. Um, and I wanted to go and, uh, um, it, it wasn't a struggle. Like it wasn't like something that was hard to do, uh, it, like it was in the past. So that was a completely different thing. And yeah. it wasn't like me <clears throat> trying to earn brownie points or anything like that. It was right. just that I just sincerely could afford to expend the energy because I no longer was living in an energy deficit. Like it, yeah. like it just wasn't a thing. Um, the other thing I noticed was that morning, Friday morning, I, or was it Saturday morning? I think it, no, it was Friday morning. I was up, man. I was up and r ripping and raring to go at five 30. Nice. I mean, I was ready to put the world on fire at 5.30. So between 5.30 and the time my kids leave, which is 7.30, or no, 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 8.30, 8.20, I had contacted my physician, wrote her an extensive email about my, about my current condition, and there was this whole thing about uh, a particular prescription I was not, I, w I was the insurance company would not sign off on mm. because I needed some other um, health plan from course, yeah. my PCP, right? <clears throat> but then after I researched it, check this out. They wanted my physician wanted me to take a prescription, a prescription amount of a particular thing for my cholesterol okay <clears throat> insurance company nope not doing it we want to see him taking this thing mm. first before we go and move him on to that right um because fucking insurance companies are doctors now yeah right exactly so i couldn't <clears throat> get my prescription now my cholesterol Last it last checked, it was like close to five hundred, which is really 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 high. So it was a bit of concern, but I wasn't letting it get to me because I'm like, you know, if I need to start controlling this, I feel like it needs to happen right away. And she was adamant about me starting this yeah. prescription. 
<clears throat> so I was like, wow, okay. I wonder how long this is going to go on. Am I ever going to get the prescription? <laughs> so they, it seems like they were fighting, right? So my wife calls the insurance company because now she's like, you know, this has been, you know, four days, five days, and no idea when we're going to see this. And he obviously needs it. So I'm going to call, or she's like, I'm going to call the insurance company. So she calls the insurance company and, um, they, uh, said, you know, there's not really anything that they can do. It has to be done through the doctor and they have to check it with their, you know, they have to go through the, the standard BS. <clears throat> and, um, just before she gets off the phone, she goes, now you understand <clears throat> that this, what she is prescribing him is OTC, right? Which is over the counter. It's just not in the dosage that she's prescribed. And my wife was like, no, I did not realize this. And I didn't research it. Yeah. Which I should have. And I normally do, but I didn't. And so, yeah, it's niacin, which okay. is a supplement, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I have to take a thousand milligrams every day, um, but I can buy it in 500 milligram uh, pills yeah. and take one in the morning, one in the evening, which is what I've been doing. And I told her that's what I'm doing. And she's like, great. That oh, works well, for cool. Me. All right. The insurance company was wanting me to do a drug first. Of course. Not a supplement. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I had the name in front of me and then I lost it. It may have been Lipitor. Um, but it is, it's a drug, um, which makes sense because they make more money off of that other, rather than a supplement. And then I'm not even sure because I haven't checked out, but I might look at it and we I'll tell you what it is next podcast. How much that prescription was going to cost me because the two 500 milligram bottles that I bought, which are both 120 pills in each or tablets in each yeah. one of them which is <clears throat> at the rate I would have to take those is what three months supply or two months supply. No, four months supply. That's a four month supply. 128 divided by 30. Right. Right. right yeah, yeah. It's a four month supply <clears throat> at the amount I have to take, which I probably won't have to take that many after my next blood work. I don't know yet. Won't yeah. know. But, um, it's a four month supply. And it wound up costing me $11. I highly doubt that even the prescription supplement would cost me that in a 30-day supply. No, not even close. It'd be way yeah. more. Yeah. So that's the other thing I noticed with this particular doctor's office I've been going to now that is now my PCP. Um, they are very much in um, trying to be proactive health and stopping thing bad things from happening before they start yeah so Which every that's, that's single the opposite of the healthcare industry it is it's very much the opposite so they did now it's not to say that they're only holistic and this and that and the other because they did pres she did prescribe me a uh, antidepressant uh, ssri so that was a that was full on medication, you know. Yeah. But everything. I mean, else, I'm not saying stuff like that doesn't have its place. Yeah. 
but it just seems like we're so the healthcare industry is so reactive and not proactive. Yeah. Like if people, people were told to like, Hey, eat smarter and be a little more active. You, I, I would think would have less, uh, health issues. Yeah. That we'd have to react to. Right. I think the majority <clears throat> of people would be not as heavy. They wouldn't have near the, the health problems that they currently have. There's now signs and, and, and some uh, stuff pointing toward like some of the cholesterol medicine leading to um, dementia and uh, yeah. Alzheimer's. And we have a growing uh, <clears throat> population of these particular health problems. And, and, and it's, I don't think it's just solely related to, Oh, we have a better understanding of how to study and, you know, calc and, and, and statistic. Right. You know, make, right. You know, well, the thing, the thing that always kills me is, you know, like type two diabetes is also called adult onset diabetes, Mm -hmm. but it shows up in kids that are like 11, 12. You can't call it adult. I mean, the reason it's called adult onset diabetes is because it used to not show up till you were like 40, Mm -hmm. but kids eat so poorly you know, because their families do or, or whatever that like, I'm sorry, that's like a thing that it really, I read a whole article about it and it really struck me that like, man, you know, that's like something as a parent, I really, we, we try to make sure that Ella understands the point of eating. Yeah. Food should taste good. You should enjoy it. But the point of eating is to fill your body with nutrients, to fuel your body. Yep. It's not like about the cartoon character that's on the box or how fun it is to go through mm-hmm. a drive through. Like, yeah, you know, like those things have their place, all things in moderation, some things sure. less than, but like, I think there is a part, you know, of, of the world, part of the country that they're eating that way 80% of the time. And it's yeah. just like, Man, what do you expect? You can't you can't be puzzled why your fourteen year old son weighs three hundred pounds when your cupboards are full of like Oreos and all that stuff, and and your idea of like feeding your family is I'm just gonna run through the McDonald's drive through and grab a mm-hmm. sack full of burgers and a sack full of fries, and you're gonna do that four or five nights a week. Ooh, like man. You, you just and and you know they're drinking soda and and juices and all like. Um, that, that, that's the whole thing of like being accountable. You can't, you can't honestly tell me that you can look at all that and be like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Like right. you don't have to understand much to know that that is not fine. Right. Right. Well, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you were able to just get it over the counter and yeah. And not have to deal with insurance. Yep. Yep. Me too. Me too. Cause I got a letter today from, uh, Anthem from Blue Cross Blue Shield Anthem. And it was this whole thing about how they uh, were just making sure that they were following their protocol, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But now your prescription is approved, but that does not mean that it will be fully paid for. We could deny that. So that means you would be responsible for the full va- full amount of the <clears throat> prescription. So I'm, I just looked at it. I'm like... <clears throat> But it doesn't matter, right? Because you can just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I'm okay. not going to go fill it. The only thing I yeah. was going to do is I was going to go over and see how much it costs. 
Just, right. just, just wondering. Sure. Know, how much sure. is this going to cost me, and how much do I get for that? You know, how many, how many day run do I have? With yeah. That? Just as compa- for a compare, just sheerly for comparison. Right. Just to get an idea of like, because I think like that kind of stuff should be revealed. Yeah. I don't think I. I, I don't. I. I think it's extremely <clears throat> unfair and just a just a complete bunch of bs man just like the food industry so uh have you got any fun facts to share with me i thought you were the fun fact guy i am the fun fact guy i just didn't pulled up quickly but i do know one of those thing i do know something all right um that's a pretty fun fact did you know that a duck can't walk without bobbing its head <laughs> good share <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening or watching the Good Share Podcast. Hey, Ice, tell them what they can do. Well, if you're enjoying the show, please take a minute and like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. And don't forget to ring that bell so you never miss an episode. That's right. And if you want to know more, go to thegoodsharepodcast.com. Say hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim.